This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 919, Monday the 30th of January, and of course you're listening to The Morning Run. Now, a quick update on Bursa Malaysia. Now, one last thing to be great, grateful for because we are no longer at 1,500. Currently, FBM KLCI stands at 1,497 points, down 0.03%. But let's turn our attention to our neighbours down south because the Singapore Straits Times Index is off to a decent start for 2023, up more than 4.5% on a year-to-date basis. Last week, the index also rose for 4 consecutive day amid a broader rally across the region. Stocks which are deemed to be beneficiaries such as airlines, transport-related and leisure have also seen uh, share price improve- improvement thanks, no thanks to China's loosening. And the m- most recent rally last week has been led by the REITs on the back of expectations that the Fed's tightening is already at the tail end. Can the Straits Times Index continue to show gains for 2023, especially in light of its heavy weighting towards the banks where interest rates may be close to its peak? Or should investors be positioning for other high beta sectors which may benefit from a China reopening? For some answers, we speak to Jeff Howie, market strategist at Singapore Exchange. Good morning, Jeff. Always good to speak to you. Now, earnings season in Singapore will start soon, with the street actually expecting 7% earnings growth in 2023. Is the street going to be right? Hi, good morning, Shaolin. Uh Well, we're coming into this year. The MAS uh, professional forecasters survey showed 50% of the respondents actually expected corporate profits to remain stable year on year for the fourth quarter of 2022. 33% had anticipated higher profits while the remainder expected profits to decline. But really throughout the earnings season, uh, all eyes are going to be obviously on the outlook for the remainder of the year and uh, the outlook for how much growth deceleration impacts revenue and by how much persistent inflation is impacting operational costs. So for the SDI, um, much as as, we, as as the discussion just pointed out, uh, depends on the banks, which together make up 47% of the weighting. And the street does expect EPS growth. Markets have priced in continued earnings growth in 2023, uh, which is expected to back off somewhat in 2024. And of course, as we said, the trio of banks make up that uh, majority shareholding and almost two thirds of their total income comes from net interest income, which has increased with interest rates. I think it rose to a combined quarterly record of $7.4 billion in the third quarter of last year. But must always take this with a grain of salt when it comes to bank and broker research, though they always forward expectation uh, outlooks, and that's based on prevailing economic conditions and, of course, the outlooks at the time. Um, so that can be subject to changes and revision. But as you say, lots happening this week, lots of REITs reporting this week, and the banks then report, I think, uh, between 13 for Feb and 24 for Feb. And Jeff, um, the performance of the Straits Times Index has done fairly well so far for January, but the performance still lags behind the performance of the Hang Seng Index, which is up by 14%. And much of this is due to the China's reopening. But are there any Singapore-listed companies which may be proxies to this team? Yeah, there are. And it's exactly like you mentioned just before on the high beta side. So there's been real, really what we've seen here at 
two big sides to the reopening. Uh, the first is technology and the second is tourism. So we've seen some mean reversion in the Sing in Singapore's tech sector. Uh, we've booked the highest net fund inflows so far this year for the tech sector, and that's after the sector booked the highest net fund outflows last year. So the past four weeks have seen the STIs one tech stock gain 8% and our biggest semiconductor play gain 12%. So semi and tech stocks that really have led the global stock market so far this year. And we saw some economic data that showed semiconductor exports, which, 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 which semiconductor um, production, I should say, which, which make up around 32% of Singapore's industrial production in total. They con contracted much uh, less in December, but like much of the world, we are still contending with global semiconductor billings expected to tip into contraction this year. So um, that that's on the other side of it. Um, but on the tech front, investors have been building in a more optimistic outlook for China into the stock market. Uh, one proxy, I guess you could you could you could take is one stock, which um, ISDN, which reported 70% of its FY21 revenue to Singapore. It reported uh, last year its first half revenue and, in fact, its third quarter revenue had declined by around 12% for the first half, 10% for the second half year on year. And it flagged back in April last year that COVID-19 measures were disrupting its supply chain and its labour market. So we saw that share price decline from around 72%, 72 cents at the end of 2021 down to 36 and a half cents at the end of October, but the reopening measures of the past 11 weeks have seen that stock since return to 59 cents. And as I said, it's, it's from a COVID optimization perspective, um, you've got also the tourist side where we have one in five tourists to Singapore are traditionally from China. And we've seen the Singapore Tourism Board uh, estimate that visitors to visitor arrivals to Singapore should be around 13 million visitors this year. That's almost double. Well, it's actually a little bit more than double to what we recorded right. last year. Now, last year, the laggard sector was REITs. No thanks to the rising interest rate environment and currency volatility. Will 2023 be a different story then on how important is that subsector since there are about 40 S REITs? Yeah, well, the first four weeks have been a little different um, in that REITs have been among the STI's strongest plays this year. So Keppel DC REIT uh, has been among the strongest STI stocks since the end of last year. And one, I guess one part of the story when it comes to REITs is that proactive capital management which can include acquisitions. In fact, all in all, we saw 18 trusts of the REIT sector last year announce acquisitions with the deal value around $8 billion sing dollars. And that followed on from half the trusts of that sector announcing acquisitions with a deal value of $12 billion in 2021. So what we saw is that acquisition theme uh, will continue to be in the spotlight because for the first, for the three sessions that immediately followed Maple Tree Logistics Trust December quarter numbers, that industrial logistics REIT actually booked the highest net fund inflows across the stock market. And that's after it reported its net property income increase 7% year on year in the debt quarter. And that was mainly due 
to the accretive acquisitions that it completed in its first quarter of this FY and the previous FY. So acquisitions, they had take much focus, um, uh, but and they did take much focus in 2021 and 2022. But on the same side, divestments or disposals may see increased focus uh, in 2023, particularly, as you said, on the back of this rising interest rate uh, environment and currency volatility. And Suntech REIT uh, did actually point that out, that um, they could be looking at uh, such, such, such initiatives. Okay, uh, Jeff, you've got two minutes, but you know, okay. ESG is going to be another team to dominate in 2023. What are options available on SGX for exposure? Yeah, it's mostly ETFs, Shunning. Um, last week we we launched, sorry, last year we launched uh, four sustainably linked sustainability linked ETFs, and that included three new listings and one index change uh, for an existing ETF, the MSCI India ETF. So you've got the likes of China Electric Vehicles and Future Mobility ETFs, low carbon ETFs. And uh, that follows from uh, a launch back in November 2021 when we launched the APAC Green REIT Index ETF, which focused on environmental indicators when assessing those REITs, things like energy consumption, water consumption, GHG emissions, and green building certifications, while com- you know, obviously also looking for those REIT type of ETFs to, to maintain a highly competitive dividend yield. So for the moment, uh, ETFs is, is pretty popular when it comes to that theme shining. All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was Jeff Howie, market strategist at Singapore Exchange, ending the conversation on what options are available if you want to buy ESG proxies. And it's mainly exchange-traded funds. Advantage, of course, usually for exchange-traded funds is that they tend to be very, very cheap. The management fee is low. And of course, you just pay like typical brokerage and entry and exit of these uh, like stocks. So easy. Yeah, I think also, I think I like his perspective also on REITs. I mean, last year was a terrible year for REITs. I think it's interest rates hike. So perhaps a much different environment for 2023. And we saw that quite evidently in January as well. And in terms of um, playing the China reopening t- team, he does like the technology sector. And the sector has seen actually the highest net inflow so far for this year. And he also likes the tourism sector. I think he cited one technology name, which is ISDN, which has done quite well this year. I think reverting back to its uh, mean rever- mean levels. Yeah, but I think for Singapore, if you want to see the STI go up, you really need to pay attention to the banks, right? 47% yeah. of the index. So how does DBS, UOB, OCBC do in 2023? What kind of earnings guidance are they going to uh, provide and will they meet those numbers? I think will be the key determinant in how well it will do this year. But up next, we're going to have pressing matters on ensuring internet freedom that's happening after the 9.30am news bulletin. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.